0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one marvelous page of Talmud each day. And on today's pages, Bhavakama 24, 25, we come across kind of an interesting and foundational idea because here we are talking all this time about, you know, the oxen, what is a forewarned ox and how we should be careful. But Talmud never, in, you know, typical fashion, stops and tells us precisely what a forewarned ox is. Have a listen. The Gemara returns to the subject of classifying an ox as innocuous or forewarned. The sages taught in the Baraita, which type of ox is deemed forewarned? Any animal about which witnesses testified that it gored on three days is forewarned, and it reverts to its former innocuous status if children pet it, and nevertheless, it does not gore. This is the statement of Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Shimon says, A forewarned ox is any ox about which witnesses testified that it gored three times and the sages spoke about three days only with regard to reversals, meaning that in order for an ox to revert to innocuous status, the ox must refrain from goring on three separate days. Each of these additional views on this subject combine aspects of both of the opinions mentioned in the Mishnah, those of Rabbi Judah and those of Rabbi Meir. It's a Beautiful segment because it shows you that, you know, even something that should be so simple. Hey, man, you know, if the ox gored once, it's a forewarned ox. The rabbi's saying, no, we have to be very careful. We have to be nuanced. We have to really observe the world in in this most intricate, minute ways. And here to talk to us a little bit about this approach and why it continues to inform us is Rabbi William Hamilton, the rabbi of congregation kehilat israel in brooklyn massachusetts who i had the pleasure of meeting virtually although i hope very soon amen in person When his congregation picked How the Talmud Could Change Your Life, the book based on this here podcast, as their library of gratitude for 5784, first of all, that a synagogue has a library of gratitude, a Sifriyat to send books to congregants and discuss it all together struck me as such a beautiful idea, and I'm so grateful that my book is the choice for this year, and I want to welcome to the show Rabbi Hamilton. Hello.
1: Hello, Liel. It is an honor to be with you.
0: The honor is all ours, and now I will repay your kindness with unkindness, because I'm going to ask you a really difficult question. It seems to me, reading this very long and very intricate definition of what a forewarned ox is, that Judaism really doesn't take the easy, straight and narrow path, right? There are a lot of intricacies, a lot of kind of nuances to this definition. What could it teach us? It's a
1: very important lesson about life and about how we assign meaning and understand what's before us. That is, three days for this kind of dangerous ox only applies in the restorative, reparative case. Normally three times an even tighter time frame is disqualifying enough. And once upon a time We had a president in the United States, I believe it was President Reagan, who used to say, trust but verify. Mm -hmm. Judaism prefers observe deeply. Rabbi Shimon would say, pay close attention. What's interesting is the Hebrew way to say pay close attention is sim lev. And it literally means to position your heart, to situate your heart, to lodge your heart. And what's fascinating for me is that there's only one time in the Torah when we are told to pay close attention. It's Moses' end-of-life advice. At the very end of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 46, Moses tells the children of Israel, pay close attention. Simu levavchem. Moses essentially tells us, pay close attention to all the things that I testify, me'id bachem, that I testify to you today to observe and to do. This, by the way, the word me'id is the same word as we find in our Brightah, to testify, literally to pay that close attention, because that is what is required of us. As you say, it is much more challenging than a cursory overview or a two-dimensional look at a three-dimensional reality.
0: Rabbi Hamilton, what a beautiful, beautiful invocation uh, reminding all of us to literally seem live, to literally put our hearts into the things that matter to us most. Thank you so much for being our guest and on Take One
1: you're very welcome i just if i can just add may i of course quickly um the the next verse tells us moses says, this is not an empty matter it is your life that is your life depends on it and i just want to say Liel, that you evidence this in two ways of late number one your essential tablet thanksgiving piece you observe and do more less, as the verse says, you pay close attention in three ways. Number one, you point to the fact that the United States, our sota brit has covenantal renewal habits. Number two, you point out that there's a kind of due date, if you do the history, and as a nation, we're kind of due for this kind of covenant renewal. And number three, you witness the the evidencing of it all around us and the second way of course that you've done it is with this remarkable new book on the talmud that we can't wait to read as a congregation because not only do you point out that the talmud as this podcast indicates every day is good for you the talmud also is a manual for recovery from catastrophe and my teacher rabbi abraham joshua heschel used to say the more freedoms we enjoy the more discipline we need and i would suggest that today's daf the judaism sages in the form of rabbi shimon in particular are teaching us exactly how to pay close attention to what's around us and to bring that discipline to the important work ahead
0: ah amen salah i love this so much rabbi hamilton Thank you for being our guest for your wisdom and I can't wait to see you soon amen uh, in lovely brooklyn
1: Amen amen. thank you